Hi guys, Kate Ivey here, your host of the Dedicate Podcast. Season 5 of the Dedicate Podcast and Workout for Mental Health is proudly sponsored by Rabobank. Rabobank is a specialist savings and agribusiness bank. 100% of savings deposits are used to help fund New Zealand farmers and growers to produce delicious, nourishing food for us all. Thanks to their cooperative origins, Rabobank has a rich history of community engagement and now, thanks to Rabo Community Fund, they can make an even bigger impact in the communities where their clients live. Through Rabobank, you can be part of something truly productive. Let's grow a better New Zealand together. Today I am chatting to one of my sister's best friends from high school, Bex Heyman. Bex is the owner and founder of the rural jewellery and accessories brand Whistle & Pop. Bex has a super interesting story as she used to be a professional singer. As well as delving into this and previous business ventures, Bex shares her motherhood story, which involves the grief of losing her brother-in-law to a farming accident and the family work-life juggle. Bex was super nervous about coming on the podcast, as are many of our guests, but she absolutely nails it. We hope you enjoy. There you go. How are you? I'm so nervous. Oh my God, totally normal, totally normal. So anyway, I'm so excited about this because some people will know you from your music career. Some people will know you as Bex from Up the Hacker. Some people will know you as um, Whistle and Pop, you know, and there's a lot, so many strings for your bow. Um, Now I've known you for a while since you were, (laughs) <laughs> you would have been say 13 or 12 and I would have been 15 yeah and you'll always be um Becky Murray to me <laughs> and I think yeah. Becky Murray was naughtier than <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's like your alias maybe Becky Murray comes out for a few nights out here and there <laughs> <laughs> and um when did you change to Bex? Was that your when you did your music? Yeah, I think um, yeah, it was a music change. I kind of changed it myself because my mum and dad and everyone still call me Becky and you yeah. guys, school friends, <laughs> I just yeah. kind of changed it myself to Bex because it sounded cooler than Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it does sound cool. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And I like that you've stuck with it too. Yeah, well, yeah, um, even Isabella's like, because she can spell it because it's short. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good. And so, your music. Yeah. So you've that, always been a good singer, right? Yeah. Uh, I spot, Well, yeah, back in the day, mum and dad used to get me to sing in front of their guests down in Tekapo, and which I didn't really enjoy that much, but I could do it. So yeah. with one thing I was quite good at <laughs> so did you have singing lessons when you were younger um mum used to take me actually to Timaru on a Monday I went to McKenzie College in uh Fairley and every Monday afternoon she'd pick me up and take me to Timaru for tap dancing lessons ballet lessons and singing lessons well all in a row <laughs> yeah bang 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 we get go to McDonald's on the way home and get back at about 10 o'clock at night Oh, wow. And was that like your main thing at the other days of the week? Did you have stuff on or was it just Mondays? Go, went no, uh, Wednesdays, we went to um, Mount Hutt too. So I'm oh, cool. yeah. a busy child, but I loved it. Yeah. So was primary school in, at Lake Tekapo and then that, that only goes to Santa Four or year six. So then you went on to Mackenzie College for two years. No, yeah, no. Sure. So then Mackenzie College um, and then at third form, I went to Rangiruru Girls School. That's where I met your sister and <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, um, mostly my sister. And that's where you guys got up to quite a bit of trouble, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had an enjoyable time. Exactly. You had lots of fun and, yeah, you can't fault that, man. Like, no. that's the time to have enjoy life, isn't it? Well, we need to enjoy life all the time. But Yeah, oh. well, I learned a lot, you know, coming from Tikapo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> into the big smoke with all these <laughs> – living with a whole lot of girls yeah and the thing is everyone's from little places all learning themselves and that's 
you know, we, we're sort of going off track here, but that's something about boarding school that's quite hard. I learned a lot as well, and I made a few fuck-ups, let's say, that you got in trouble with for at school, whereas if you did that at home, yeah, nothing would happen. You don't get suspended or um, gated or told <laughs> off. I mean, you might get. But our parents would have much rather the, 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 the tutors and things telling us off. Yeah, true. Sure. It's a lot easier. Just. <laughs> but it was so, like, I absolutely love boarding school. Like I, yeah, same. I, I may not have been the, the, the best student, but um, I actually wished I tried a little bit harder at school. But, um, but you now, still take so much from it. Like yeah. whether you try really hard. From yeah. school, uh, like just so amazing. Yeah, they are. And then when did you start your singing career? So you sang um, through high school? Yes. Or just in the, in the showers? Uh, I did some, you know, I did singing at school and then. Were you um, in the chorale or anything? In yes, chorale? in chorale. Yeah. But I wasn't taking it too seriously at school and then after school Your I friends were probably laughing at you <laughs> were they when you were up on stage yeah, <laughs> well I started rowing and yeah. um that kind of took over because I was the, I was a cox and I ended up you know screaming at rowers rather than focusing on singing yeah and that kind um, of been that good for your voice box no and but I was getting lessons from Dame Melvina Major at school it's something probably I was good at and should have taken a little bit more seriously but I, did, I didn't realize that until I'd left school and I joined a band and that's where I really thrived. <laughs> so do you feel like maybe you didn't realize how good you were that you could actually go places with your voice? Yeah and I was focusing on other things probably like having a good time rather than focusing yeah. on. <laughs> but that's so good like imagine you know if you did focus completely on that you wouldn't have experienced a lot of what you did yeah if you had your time again would you be really focused I, on your singing well at I kind of left school not really knowing what I wanted to do and I ended up traveling mm-hmm. which was the best thing I could have done because I kind of sung in all these amazing places and it took me traveled all around the world and then I came back and um joined a band actually in Wanaka and uh, I also was trying to study study music at university, but that yeah. kind of didn't work out so well either. <laughs> uh, so because I, I kept going back to Wanaka to play in this band, but then you know I opened for the Hollies and Credence Clearwater and Bonnie Tyler and all these amazing acts. So and, amazing was that with the band or just you? Just me. And so, what was the progression from the band to being opening for those big acts? The story is I moved to Auckland and. Yeah. Um, I worked with a guy called Gray Bartlett and he he set me up with all was these. Was he like things. your manager? Yeah, like a manager. Yeah. 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 I mean they, they were amazing experiences for Yeah. I also sang I'm bouncing all over the place, but I was lucky enough to sing the national anthem for yes. uh, Silver Ferns and um the Australian Netball team. That's and right. I popped in a few na na's and the Australian national <laughs> accidentally. I remember. And I was only 16 and I was so nervous and I, and, and I mean, I, I didn't really, you know, I mean, I definitely noticed because, but I didn't realise the whole world noticed. Nah, nah. I remember that. I was never going to sing again after that. I was like. Reenact that. So like you're singing the national anthem because uh, we've got to laugh. We've got to laugh. So s- <laughs> sing the bit that you did the. Nah, nah. Uh, I think lands abound. I, I put na na in there, <laughs> and I shouldn't be bringing this up, really. No, you should be. It's part of the story. It's bloody good value. But Frankie Stevens was he's does a lot of MCing for all those big netball games, and he. So I was sixteen then, and they gave you the opportunity again, didn't they? Again, yeah. They yeah. took me to Palmerston. He's like, you have to let the school do it again. Yeah. So the week, uh, and that's maybe where I get my anxiety from and my nerves about singing and talking in public. <laughs> I I went to go, I, uh, so a week later, he took me to Palmerston North with him and then I sung it. Because the netball team had said that a lot, you know, Australian netball team was like, it, it, that kind of helped with their losing because I, you know, stuffed up their national end. Oh, so they blamed you. For no, they losing. didn't, but I felt like that it was my fault anyway. <laughs> He he was amazing, Frankie Stevens. Yeah, how good is that? Saying yeah. like this, he could see that that moment was going to break you if you didn't yeah. get back out there and. And I did it, and I didn't stuff it up, and I 
so at the time when you did the nana <laughs> so good it's so good and I remember it so clearly did you were you like shit I've forgotten the words uh yes and oh, is I, that- I, I, I could feel I could feel it coming up and I, I could feel like my, I couldn't remember what that I knew that was coming and I was like oh shoot what am I gonna do uh, but you know, I got I got through it, and then I got back on track. Yeah, I mean, Thank way God. to get back on track, and way to do it again. And so we're, I say, like, okay, so you're only 16 when this happened, and then you went on to yeah. have your awesome career. So how awesome! Yeah, I mean, I have bounced all over the place. I, I, there's, I, I kind of went overseas. Yeah, came back, went to university, <laughs> then I joined the band. But yeah, that was all before that way. Just after yeah. school. and then you bounced into the young rural ladies so yeah, you were so, doing a bit of both then and then you met Tom your husband so Tom and I going back to school days we um knew each other from school and have been friends um for a long time and then I did you know all my traveling and and things and and I've always wanted to come home I was never going to live overseas yeah so um yeah that kind of friendship blossomed when I got home from South Africa and um yeah that's the rest's history I suppose and so what we do it's just over the hill yeah it's not too far (laughs) and so what were you doing in South Africa uh I had a boyfriend over there Kate oh okay was he not very nice or was he okay he's not the right one just not gonna live in South Africa yeah so he was South African so where'd you meet him in England can't ask me these questions. Yes, I can. This is what it's all about. <laughs> Where did you oh, I him? met him on a hunting trip in the Kalahari Desert. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> also a very long story that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have been, like, you've done everything. Yeah, I'm cutting a lot of things out, though. Well, I should have probably cut that out. But... No, don't cut out. When you cut stuff out, you don't get the full fun story. Yeah. Um... The more... Lou, Lou Heller was amazing. She, she shared her um, separation. Yeah. You know? But she, she's good at, like, remembering when, you know, at the, at the right times in her timelines yeah. in her life. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a timeline. It doesn't have to be a timeline. And that, that's my job, too. I can help you. Okay, so we're, <laughs> we've got this boyfriend in South Africa, but we, we don't want to live in South Africa. Bugger that. Yeah. So, so home to New Zealand. Uh, Yep. And uh, oh, there's my yeah. old mate Tom. No, yes, yeah, so I started doing lots of singing when I got home. I was like, yeah. everything I could, I was singing at the branding and, and yes. Caroline Bay, which is so awesome. And, <laughs> and um, you put out uh, an album. Yeah. I did. I was just like, this, this is my last chance to try and kind of do something with my career. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And, and you've got a, you've got a video clip. I watched it this yeah, morning. And I've got a video clip with the boyfriend from South Africa. Oh, I wondered who that was. You guys were really cuddled up. And I thought, is that a model? Like, is that someone you've paid to be there? Because it definitely wasn't Tom. <laughs> I was like, this is a little bit annoying because you've got to be in it forever. And, yeah, anyway, um, it's it's fine. It's great footage. And, and Tom <laughs> thinks it's funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if Tom will want me to tell you the story, but he kind of, I got back from South Africa and... He was, you know, he was a Bex Murray groupie. He'd come to all my oh, singing so events. And, and then, um, which was really great because he was a friend of mine. And then yeah. he, and then I kind of, he stopped coming and I was like, oh, why is he not coming anymore? <laughs> what, was he just coming by himself or who was he coming with? <laughs> he was with the friend Jess Lindsay. Jess, you know, Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's one of my friends too, yeah. Um, and... And then I was like, oh, why is he not coming? But I have obviously hadn't really got the hints. Uh, so I, oh, I see. He'd been coming him. because he liked you. And then yeah, I think so. I think so. so then I was like, oh, bugger this. I've tried too hard now. I'm not going to Caroline <laughs> Bay. <again."> <laughs> <laughs> been to Caroline <laughs> Bay enough for, to last a lifetime. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Caroline <laughs> Bay. <Grimby. laughs> yeah. But um, I... Yeah, I really loved doing like the big the, the the brandings. Did you hear about those? Darling? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't think I went because yeah, yeah. I was right in kid like baby stage. Uh, yeah. Tony Glenn. But they were at um Hawea, weren't they? The Hawea pub. Yeah, Hawea and 
oh, they did one on their farm and lug it yeah. or their land and lug it. And they, for us pop rock country singers, yeah. it was like epic because you could do, you know, it's only really Australia that kind of put those big shows on. Uh, yeah, a rural a country music show. Yeah. yeah. And they sold out. They would sell out two nights in a row and they had amazing acts from Aussie and Kaylee Bell and all the guys from, the guys from, New Zealand, Jody yeah. Gray, yeah. Scott, and it was awesome. We loved it. So, but then it stopped, sadly. <laughs> COVID kind of happened. You said that COVID stopped the branding, right? So you're obviously still singing while you had young kids. Well, that I wasn't still doing it then. There, there was um, okay. Jody Green had taken it over. I and, see. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. But I, see. I was. I sung it. Um, actually, Sophie. Hurley's wedding I sung and I was oh, here cool. pregnant and that's an honest wolf Sophie for anyone yeah. wondering and I yeah it was I was holding holding I felt like I was holding Isabella in Isabella yeah I can't must have been Isabella yeah well might have been William cheapest might have been William I've had like three kids bang 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 so I could just losing track, track. <laughs> And so after the singing was actually a bit of an overlap, you had, you started up the Young Rural Ladies page, which was yeah. like a page for um, people living rurally just to yeah. engage so with. I, yeah, so I moved up the hacker, yeah. um, Thomas, and... Um, hold on, hold on. We didn't quite... That's when I the, started the Young Rural Ladies. Yeah, and sorry, just a bit with Tom. So oh. you, <laughs> um, he was coming to your events and he stopped coming. So then yeah. were you like, okay, maybe I like him. That's made you yeah, realise. Yeah, yeah. And the rest is history. Basically. No, no, we yeah. want to know the little details. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how did uh, you? Uh, uh, we, then we just started going on like camping trips with friends of ours and things. And Yeah, so it was know, kind of like set up like so everyone set let's all go on a trip. Two and things like yeah. that. So. Oh, they set up one ten instead of two <laughs> for you guys. Like you hadn't quite got together yet. So Yeah, well, there were two tents set up, but. Yeah, the kind of one of them didn't get used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Love it, love it, love it. And so back to rural, young rural age, you moved up the hacker and you're like, okay, this is a bit foreign. Like you grew up in uh, Tikapo, but hacker's quite different to Tikapo. Um, so yeah, I was working for mum and dad in Tikapo at the Dark Sky project. It was Earth and Sky back there, and I was coming over to see Tom, which is an hour over the Hacker Pass, Shingle Road. And we should be saying Tikapur, Tikapur, oh, yeah. and Haka Taramia. Yeah, Haka Taramia. Yeah. Um, and then I shifted over here and I was actually going over three days a week to Tikapur to work at the CAF and just to try and kind of, you know, keep doing work. Yeah, no, totally, and still be a bit of you. Rather, yeah. yeah, and um, then I stopped that and moved in with Tom. I don't know if he actually asked me to move in, but I, I started shifting gear over. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I kind of being creative from music, and I can't say I'm a very good artist, but I have a creative mind. And a friend of mine, Sarah Douglas, that's at Dome Hills, she had well, she'd been a couple of years longer than me, but. You know, she'd moved from Auckland down to Dome Hills. And so where's Dome Hills, sorry? It's uh, near Duntroon. Okay, yep. yeah. Nancy's Pass. Um, and, you know, the internet's amazing. Like, I was on Instagram and Facebook and all those things. Mm. And kind of a way of connecting other rural people. You know, like, I'm not from a rural background. My mum and dad are tourism in Tikapo with were tourism well they've all yeah no, sorry they are tourism and depot and um my brother is a farmer but um I love living rurally and I used to go and visit them actually at the branches station and Georgie was like two hours drive out of Queenstown and, and she had this amazing veggie garden and like you know she really lived off the land yeah Georgie, and I was like oh I'd love you know, I absolutely thrived off that kind of living off the land kind of veggie garden thing not that I knew much about how to grow vegetables but yeah. I've learned yeah um, whilst being here and I yeah not, not knowing then that I'd end up kind of on a farm out of town yeah and it actually is quite rewarding having veggie gardens and you know being able to try and live off the land as much, much as possible and mm. 
that's not really why we started Young Royal Ladies, but we kind of, it was the idea was to share, you know, like gardening tricks and kind of recipes and, and like that for people that are in the same yeah. place as us that kind of, uh, you know, my, my parents taught us or how to, mum didn't really teach me how to prune roses, but, you know, there's, so it was kind of a place to share all these yeah, no, totally. It was awesome. And so I've, and I, you know, I was talking on a podcast the other day and I actually said on it, if you're listening, Bex, Heyman, what happened to young rural ladies? Like, it was so good. Why is it not here anymore? Yeah, we, we, we should have kept doing it, but we had children. We had a yeah. child. We, it was really great. We had, you know, we kind of both were doing a little bit of work, but. Because um, you did monetize it. You turned it into a, um, a hub for people to sell things. Yeah, we were both kind of doing jobs on the farm yeah <laughs> and oh god I I was doing like chopping boards and all of these things and um DIY stuff sharing that I was making chopping boards randomly and like yeah. wooden I don't even know what I called it Tommy Tip Titmouse or something <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. and um, then I was like to Sarah you know there's all these amazing people that are starting you know that have got businesses rurally mm-hmm let's kind of try and pull them mostly women a bit like buy from the bush I guess that's in Australia yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so bring them all together on one platform and our like we're complete dreamers I was like this is going to be amazing and we'll bring them all together and put them on you know on one platform and it was amazing like it looked great and we I mean we did yeah we sold it a bit and it just became kind of too hard basket in the end kind of because it was a drop shipping platform and, you, and they're small businesses. You don't want to clip the ticket too much. Yeah. So, so basically, it was a great idea, but it didn't really stack up financially. No, and we didn't have the time to put into it. Yeah, to, you it needed could, to it make would've... it really big if you'd put the time yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah, it would have worked because if you had a whole lot of businesses that you're clipping a small amount of tickets on, it's going to add yeah. up, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, yeah. But we didn't want to like take too, you know, from these women like us that are, you know, when you when you live rurally or in an isolated place, it's mm. quite cool be able to, to to have your own business or whatever online it's you know yeah but at the same time like you and I have spent a lot of money building up our communities and you took spend a lot of time building up that young rural ladies community that costs yeah. money yeah and time so yeah. you deserve to be paid for that yeah 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 anyway but that is that it was all fun for us and then we were like oh maybe you know like, we'll put it to bed for now well we had both had our first child, tra- children, childs. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we just got a bit hectic. But I kind of started Whistle and Pop, you know, because I was like the young rural ladies is the That's where the idea came from. Yeah. yeah. To have, you know, specific jewellery and accessories for rural women and men. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And what year did you start Whistle and Pop? Um... Yeah, so with Young Rural Ladies, it went for a year. So it was 2016, but I properly started my own website in 2017. Okay, so it was really close to that. For anyone listening that doesn't know Whistle and Pop, describe it to us. So it's a jewellery accessories brand that is kind of created from rural living. So, (laughs) you know, like the dog whistle or the, the cattle tag and basically anything I see my favorite is uh, the bullet yeah the bullet just kind of oh no it's 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 not a bullet it's a it is a bullet yeah it is a bullet yeah bullet the, the end of it yeah 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 so yeah we were making them with actual bullets and now we've kind of stopped doing that for we'll be starting it again we're working with the jeweler in Timaru and he's yeah. going to create us another bullet ring which is exciting yeah um but yeah it's 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 just rural jewelry that you know it is inspired kind of, by rural living yeah in rural yeah. things so do you go out for yeah. a walk you're saying you go out for a walk <laughs> and you can spot things like the um like the cool chains and those big fat chains are actually quite in fashion actually I've got one that's yeah. I got before you launched those yeah um so you saw that but it's also fashionable so that's a win yeah yeah and, and, and even just like you know farmers and rural people are proud people and mm. I felt like you know, if you can have it, you know, cows have got cattle tags in their ears. <laughs> so yeah. why not, wear, you know, make a small cattle tag and you can engrave your farm on it or your children's names and mm-hmm. birth dates and or like, and, and then add a little cow 
pendant to it, you know, because cow, the cow pendants are really popular. Like cow oh, wow. people, Love dairy cows. farmers and beef farmers are like passionate people. Yes, they do. That's what people cows. don't realize. They love, they love them. Yeah. My mum and dad dairy grows. My mum cries when the cows go back to their yeah houses because she's makes you know she there's always a cup. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, or just all all animals, but yeah, I don't think people that don't live in the country realize how much passion and love there is. Yeah, and same with like do- sheep dogs, and you yeah. know, and a lot of people are like, oh, I I got a pendant because my sheep, you know, my sheep best hunt away died or whatever, mm. and there's, or they or same. they put it on their cattle tag, and I just yeah, it's kind of it's cool because I get messages a lot about you know thanks for making stuff for us like yeah nice creating, creating stuff just specifically for us yeah there's nothing well there is there's lots of jewelry that's but not like specifically yeah for. no exactly <laughs> and what I love is you see um lots of photos that you share and it's like a really stunning young girl in like a city sort of dress heels and yeah. then she's got her like cow necklace or her gumbo yeah. necklace or a whistle or something on and it looks beautiful and it's just that that little essence of country in there yeah 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 little touch of country yeah there. it's nice it's, oh yeah. nice 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 um and so what have you got any new designs coming up that we can be like yeah. first to know yeah but we actually um because i'm talking to you there's chloe lodge down in and monica down in Kura is actually doing some photos. I was going to say, I've seen Chloe Lodge Photographer as a handle. Yeah. yeah. And I've done a, that's another thing I should say is that creating a small business is great, but then like find, like you find these amazing creative people around you. Like mm. if you live on a farm and kind of, you don't, maybe you do preschool drop off and a few different things, but you don't go out for coffee every day or, you know, like urban folk (laughs) but like when you've got a something to make you go out and meet people like you know Dana Johnson and Chloe Lodge and all these amazing creative people and I kind of create work for myself so that I can work with them again yeah (laughs) but they they bring the your brand to life but yeah I know what you mean it's so much fun those days yeah and then like I had Caroline Hayes who was modeling who was working at CRT like this and I probably I mean I knew her already but like I met Georgie Robson, who's now Georgie Murray, because she did some modeling and now we're great friends. Like it's just a great way to kind of. Yeah, connect yourself with yeah like-minded people who are and around. It's all, and it's possible for us rural people to do businesses now that the intranet's so good. Um, and so the, yeah, new stuff's coming. New stuff. um, huggies, like little huggy earrings. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was confused about what huggies meant. I saw that the other day. I don't even know. I think. Yeah, sleepers or huggies, they call, I don't wear them myself, but I'm going to start. <laughs> um, but they've got wee charms on them, like cowgirl boots and cowgirl hats and the bullet and the stag and the all the kind of popular awesome. things. Nice. Yeah, so they're going to be next month, launching next month. Cool. And I see a lot of, and I know friends um, who wear them, your scarves and your hacker hats as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the hacker hat. Thing. obviously it's the hacker taramia mm. someone's like the hacker because i suppose it is yes true hats. well it probably is the hacker taramia rather than the hacker yeah you're right Kate. Go yeah. thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're all 100 wool hats which is aussie wool but one day we hope to be able to use new zealand wool yeah that process going. i'm sure you will and it's just it takes time to get, get everything going but now you you used to package everything yourself but now you've got people that do that for you right yeah so so that having, would have been a big step yeah that's having three kids and running a business is kind of hectic mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> especially <laughs> i had laura who was helping me um do all the packing and i was like jeepers if i lose her i'm yeah kind of Fucked. yeah <laughs> without a pedal but Luckily, I've got, we've got a friend in Christchurch that has a business, GVI Logistics, and they have taken it over for me just while the kids are young. One day I'd love to be able to put it in a shop or something, but not while the kids are so young. Yeah. Uh, and they, and like, they message me every day with what they're doing. Put it, yeah, you know, cool. And where is that based, sorry? In Christchurch. Yep. And you're in Valentine's too. That must have been yeah. a massive like yeehaw moment so yeah, did, did you approach them or did they approach you or we, 
Um, I entered in a competition, not a competition. It was a competition. It was um, to meet the boardroom. It was like, it was called meet the boardroom. And basically you kind of get interviewed and if you won it, you got your products in there for a year and took, you know, all the revenue. So I I didn't win it, but, um, they got in contact with me after that and said, would you like to be? Oh, how good. Yeah, it was, that's, I said, I went to the meeting and I was like, this is like the ultimate goal for me. Yeah. From school days, Valentine's, you know, rural kids at school or from small towns, you know, we went to Valentine's. It was like a big deal to go and. Yeah, exactly. It was something to do in, in the yeah. in town. For me, it was Cashel like. Cashel Mall, get $2 rice right beside me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that was good. The sauce. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. It? Oh, amazing. Obviously, I don't want to be too nosy, but you can give us sort of an idea. Is it, you know, you're making a really good profit from Whistle and Pop? Yeah, it's it's doing it is it's doing well so well that I can't control it myself without having yeah. these guys in Christchurch or yeah yeah. I mean, I put a lot of money that I make back into it still. Yeah, I find you know, luckily, well, not luckily, but my husband wasn't a banker. Tom was a banker. Oh, good. I, I have to get him to sit down with me and say, look, let's kind of go through these numbers. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I love the photo shoots and I love doing all of that. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. You can get carried away sometimes. Yeah. And like with, with me, with marketing, I can get carried away if I'm not reined in. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's put a beautiful advert in that magazine or in that. And it's yeah. like, hold on a minute. Hold on. hold on a minute. And like Facebook advertising now and things oh, like that. It's, it's so hard fun. to get seen. Yeah, yeah, it's so expensive and... But I'm giving it a real go this year to, to, you know, pretty much most of what we make and putting it back in. Awesome. <laughs> but it's doing, I mean, it's doing really well. Like I hopefully can send my kids to boarding school one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, I bet you will. I bet you will. No, we definitely will. We love it. We love yeah, you oh, love, you kind of we <laughs> you haven't really got much of a choice where you live. So actually, yeah. why don't you describe where you live for anyone listening that's not too sure what the hell you're talking about? The Hakataramia is just out of Kura, which is you know an hour out of Omaru, and it used to be known for where Richie McCaw came from. He was yeah, but now it's from you know the whistle and pop and the nest. <laughs> yeah, isn't that so cool? And, and the clip, the clip. yeah. It's, so. Sorry, oh. Richie. <laughs> yeah, you're out, Richie, and we're in. It's so cool. Um, we've talked about this before. How many entrepreneurs you've got in your community? Sorry, but you haven't finished telling me because I, you know, I've never been up the Haka. I hadn't before either until yeah. I met Tom. And so, how far up are you? Like, I'm picturing half it's, an hour. Okay, I'm picturing some flats, and then it goes straight into mountains, and there's just what houses sort of dotted along. Yeah, no, it's just straight kind of roads. There's no. no- mountains along the side yeah every time I come up this valley I'm like wow it's actually like there's just it's just amazing (laughs) and it is um a bit of a nest like it's a wee bit of a cocoon like yeah 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 not that I've been there have you been to the nests no I haven't yeah well come on Liz you need to get Kate (laughs) yeah Liz if you're listening and if you're not listening buggy we won't listen to yours either. You need to get her in your nest. Yeah, they are amazing. Like we're just lucky with all these people that take a little bit of risk to try, you know, to do cool things. Yeah. And, and that's a inspires... lot of risk up the, you know, up the Hacker Valley. And, yeah. And it's like unbelievable. It's amazing. Mm, so cool. And the clip is um Charlotte Bell, who's a dedicate member, as well as Liz is a dedicate member as well. Um with her awesome woolen coats. Yeah. And then she's our na- our neighbor. Awesome. Um, and they, you know, that's so cool to be doing that kind of, I love the fact that she's taken the wool from the farm. Yeah, you know, it's really done, cool. Just, you know, not down the road, but, you know, in New Zealand mm. and now, you know, and they're amazing. She's done really well. I want some more around me. We've got lots of um, people in tourism around us. Yeah. But not many doing stuff like what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. after this, they might all come out of the woodwork. Yes, come on, guys. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> Amongst all this, you've fitted in being a mum. So you've got three kids. How old are they? Um, let me think. No, I'm just <laughs> they, oh, uh... no it does take a minute. <laughs> Isabella's at school. She's five. William's four. And Henrietta is two. You really so, did. Definitely got yeah. them done. 
yeah and they are great little kids and yeah. it's quite busy <laughs> yeah I bet and um I know you weren't sure about how much you wanted to say about this but I feel like you can't really share your journey without mentioning um your brother-in-law yes yeah um, well um yeah well in 2017 when I started Whistler Pop and had my first baby we sadly lost Tom's brother and um so yeah that was a big year for us and so <laughs> was your first baby was born a few weeks after or um yeah so she, uh yeah January 17th and Isabella was the 29th of January so uh, it's pretty yeah. close yeah so yeah just uh, yeah it was a rough year of you know when me, it's meant to be an exciting thing having your first child mm. <laughs> kind of, um it's very sad yeah. yeah very sad it was a farming accident for anyone that doesn't know and so how did I guess how did you manage your grief and then other people's grief around having a new baby and experiencing that for the um, first time I don't I suppose I had Isabella to kind of keep me I had to keep strong for her obviously mm, and, and I guess that was your in those situations where you're not too sure what to do and everyone's um my mum also had a heart attack that, oh, <laughs> what? At, 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 after Bob's accident and um ended up in hospital so I kind of had you uh, did a lot on your plate yeah but it, you couldn't but really it, stop and think how do I how do I manage this you just manage it and it was the middle of harvest so but anyway, poor old Bob. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... And yeah, no, so it, uh, it was a bad time, but yeah. we're kind of getting through it still. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it'll be with you forever. Like, of course it will be. Mm. Um, a lot of people that talk about grief say it's just, it's always there, but your ability to live with it, it just gets easier yeah. to live with. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and there was, you know, everyone's kind of experiencing different grief, you know, for mm. you know, Betty and yeah, yeah, just sad, sad times, Kate. <laughs> oh God, I can't <laughs> imagine. Honestly, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, and then you had your number two within a what, just over yeah, a year. Yeah, we kind of decided to get on with this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because it does bring ha such happiness having a new baby. And yeah, I guess it, it it would have given some hope to yeah people grieving. And, yeah, and Tom, you know, he's the best father in the world, and he kind of you know he would just keep having them if I would allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you swap jobs and he had to do that, he wouldn't keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, oh yes, no, we'll definitely have four and. You know, I got the third to the third one. I was like, oh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Because Henrietta is like me in the little little baby. She's like exactly the same as probably how I was. And she's just full on. Yeah. And, right. But I don't, I don't know if I could do another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to spread your energy over so many. Yeah, you it? don't want to kind of, uh, yeah, like you kind of want to give them all the equal amount of, attention that's the other thing with my life is trying to work out about a good balance of like mm -hmm. um you know I work have versus family I do, do work I, I only they go two days a week to preschool and I try my best to do it then um it's just but that's of, not much time to be no. <laughs> putting into yeah, is it and so no. you do do it the other times naturally like you would yeah. but also like today is meant to be pre preschool day but one's sick so yeah so Tom's taking but she loves yeah. going on so she's oh perfect with yeah <laughs> so will that be for most of the day or pretty much once we've done yeah he'll be they'll back, be back. So. yeah <laughs> so how do you manage it on those days does the tv go on what happens how do you um, make it work? Try, that's the thing I would that like I wouldn't say no to a nanny only because we, I try and do as much as possible with them like William he is a wee boy and he definitely needs interaction and like mm wants to go and play with me 24 7 and that's fine but sometimes I you know I have to do the washing and the dishes mm. and all those things um and work do some work on whistle and pop and so every now and then I pop them in front of the tv but I I feel bad like I 
Mm, it's an awful feeling. Kind of help. Oh, exactly. And the nanny who can actually do some housework as well. And having running a house and having a family, it's a full time job. And then you throw in work in there too. Like it's a two people job, a a two person job. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to find people, isn't it? The right people. Yeah, very. Yeah. And they would have to live here because we're we ways away from. Yeah. Do you have somewhere where where they could live? Like accommodation that would work? Okay. So is this your first advert? (laughs) <laughs> no then I'm like oh do I really need one you know mm. like question <laughs> I had au pairs and that was really great we had some really good ones some not so good ones the really good ones we had at the start when I put in a lot of time and energy into finding them and mm. then I got too busy with work that I didn't put the time into finding them and they weren't that good so I should have put more time in at the time and it would have saved me time yeah 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 um, I just need to probably manage my time better. It's, that's my. But problem. there's still only so many hours in the day, and you're saying manage your time better. What time? Like, <laughs> what you've time? got a sick child home today, and today's <laughs> meant to be your day to get stuff done. And it's even a short day. It's not a full work day. Mm. You've had to take them into kindy, right? Which is half an hour and half an hour yeah. back. So there's an yeah. hour, another yeah. hour going to get them. So what are you left with? Five hours? Yeah. To do the vacuuming and to do the stuff. vacuuming, the washing, <laughs> the work, tidy. Yeah. I have a I have a lady that comes and helps me do the house cleaning sometimes. Oh, so that, that's she great. Is sometimes, like, not every week. She used to be every week and now she's not every week, but she's like part of the family and she, you know, I could leave her with the kids here with her or everyone needs a Pam, Tom, Tom says. So why is she not coming more often then? Oh, she's got another job in town and they've given her more hours. And I oh, know. bugger. I know. Oh, Pam, it's come like, back. I know, Pam, come on. <laughs> um, but she, she's a lifesaver. Like just every now and then if you have someone come, because when you, you do a bit of cleaning here and a bit of kind of housework here and you, um, but if someone comes in like once a week or whatever and just helps you with mm. everything, then you get your back on track again. Yeah, what I love is someone to come and do the bathroom. So, you know, every week the bathrooms are going to be cleaned, the toilets are going to be cleaned and do the vacuuming and shivers. There'll be people coiling at this, but sometimes the only vacuuming that gets done in my house is once a week. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've got tiles as well that need to be mopped and I really just don't want them. Like I'll rush around and tidy up when I drop after I drop the kids off and rush around and tidy up and then I feel like I can sit down and do some work. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes you just if you know there's housework to be done, you just can't focus. Yeah. I've it's got like a clutter. Lot of my table. If you could only see it now, it's yeah, folded. We, we, it just has to be put away. Yes. Well, there's it's quite a process. It gets dried and then there's I have clean mountain. Yeah. And then clean mountain gets folded. And then the folding has to then go in the drawers. But my kids are old enough now that they can put them away. What about your kids? The five-year-old could do some of that? Oh, they will. Yeah, they do. But then it's just a mess where they put it and then you got to clean that. They're learning slowly. Dishes, putting dishes in the dishwasher now. Oh, awesome. Um, Something that I found hard, I don't know if you did as well, is sometimes you take quicker options because you've got so much to achieve and it ends up, like I said, with the – au pairs it ends up costing you time like there's some things yeah. that I wish I'd spent more time getting the kids to do yeah and like even Emmy her room's always a mess I clean it once a week I should every day I should be hammering home to her that she needs to tidy it herself yeah yeah mm. I, I my kids actually are okay maybe it's because I they well no, they're not okay but they will help me tidy up and I'm like, I make, I make sure I leave the house and the beds are made. That's one of my things. Yeah. I just feel better about the fact that the beds are made in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is messy. The beds are made. It's fine. Yeah. Although my bed's actually on the floor at the moment because I'm changing the sheets. But um, so that if I don't, like there'll be one morning that I haven't made the beds and Isabella will be like, mom, you haven't made the beds yet. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Better get down there. <laughs> chip chop. No, I was like, you make the bed then. All you need to do is put the up. Yeah. So what has been the most challenging part of motherhood for you? Um, <coughs> what's the most challenging part? Yeah, the balance, I suppose. The life 
balance of mm-hmm. kind of giving them as much time as as you can of your of your attention as you can and then trying to kind of do the other things you you do as well um that's probably one challenge so what advice would you sorry what were we gonna say um I'm trying to think of another don't worry challenge. don't worry that's fine <laughs> There's a lot of challenges. I just can't think of them. <laughs> there are a lot of challenges. It's it's the day to day, the stuff that you can't quite put a name on, isn't it? Yeah. The- well, like so, so Isabella was great. Was she kind of, um, you know, she didn't pull things out of cupboards, and she kind of was one of those children that, you know, Daisy's children were pulling things out of cupboards, and she had to lock them up. And I'm like, well, I, mine don't do that. <laughs> and now though, Henrietta is like the the normal child that pulls things out of cupboards and yeah, like, yeah. things out of the fridge. And so that's kind of, it's keeping my cool on that, on that, yes. on that one. And when you oh, know right. you've got an important email to get back to or yeah. something like that, when this is happening, She's it's quite a challenge. firing dishes out of the sink onto the ground. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> holding washing for me, up in, but it's all over the ground. Yeah. So it's just keeping, you know, keeping my cool. <laughs> So even though you're probably feeling like, oh, you're you're not managing the juggle, like it's tough, you, you would have learned a few things along the way and, you know, you'll have some good systems in place. So what would your advice be to those who are struggling with the juggle? Um, oh, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of sometimes. So by that, do you mean like I said it to myself yesterday when, I mean, my kids I hadn't done the dishes and I was like, just don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Just the kids yeah. are priorities. Yeah, so yeah. like, oh I've actually got a girl and um, Ali who's helping me now with like customer service type of thing. Someone's mm. yelling. At um, and you know, that was the stuff that would get, get on me as, as customer service and responding to emails yeah. and yeah, good. Um, it's probably getting, getting help. And um, who's at the door. Hopefully it's Pam. Is it Pam? It's the electrician. Oh, damn. There's people around to help. Like she, she'll do all my customer service yeah. stuff now. But and what do you do that, if, like, you built that up through time because you had an income. What about for those that are just starting out? And then I had another devil's advocate question <laughs> here. Kids are endless. Like, you put them to bed. And, you know, I used to do my some work at night. I do it early in the morning now. They would have you there in their bedrooms answering questions and reading stories for two hours if you let them so where's the boundaries where are the lines between children first but also managing to fit everything else in we I'm quite good with routine it's like yeah weirdly it's one thing that I could not do without like it's mm-hmm. um so you know, certain like things happen like, at certain times and that's yeah, just how it is so, and if it goes over that's fine but like we'll sit down and eat dinner together at this time and we and it sounds a bit rigid, but it's not. It's kind of relaxed. But it's so normal now that it's it makes life easier. Like it's awesome. I, I kind of we always sit down at six o'clock and have dinner, and bedtime's at seven. So I think you know it's sort of uh, you're not negotiable. This is what's happening. It doesn't matter how busy work is or whatever. We're all yeah. sitting down at six. Obviously, Tom's probably not always there. He might, you know, no, especially and, harvest, oh, yeah, but, yeah, he tries to be, but um, yeah, we and I try not to do phone stuff huh? yeah and like in front of them because they yeah. can't you know phones and ipads all that stuff now they just want to be on it mm. but, but i can't say you can't do that when i'm like on yeah. my no exactly that's myself. a hard one yeah mm. it's easier said than done but um yeah i think oh, for, for people that are starting a business are you meaning with children yeah or? yeah the juggle yeah uh, um live and learn i suppose yeah just do things like flying by the seat of your pants. No. Yeah. Um, I think I know what you're saying. It's like, have your non-negotiables, things that that your routines that you do as a family that definitely happen and that there's expectations that they happen that are uninterrupted, ideally, you know, no phones. So you've got that time each day that you're connecting with the family and that you know, you know, is going to happen. Yeah, I think. Well, we've got friends that actually put their phones in nice. a screen container and shut it up. <laughs> That's really like, good, especially as the kids get older and they've actually got phones themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. When does that start ha- happening? William's already like, Mom, I want a phone. He's only oh, they'll, Yeah, no, they'll ask for a long time. Everyone's different with when they get them. Mine haven't got them yet, but um, oh, yeah. It's scary. It is scary. Okay, and what about advice for anyone wanting to embark on a music or singing career? Because I'm um, sure there's someone listening who is feeling inspired by what you've achieved. I think just, yeah, I think just get out and try and get as many gigs as possible. And my biggest thing was like that I thrived off. This is not helping someone that wants to have a music career, but kind of I I put the work in of like learning songs and my performing and I suppose just work hard at it. and, and, And then I was doing these gigs, you know, in front of thousands of people and it was just so rewarding. Yeah, so I guess that applies to any sort of thing you want to embark on. Put the work in, take each step, Yeah. aim high, and before you know it, you'll be achieving those things that you're working towards. Yeah, like I didn't, I wasn't a great songwriter, but I just loved performing. It was one of my questions. Who wrote your songs? Did you write them or did someone else write them? Yeah, I wrote them with songwriters. So, yeah. I I mean, if I had... Play, you know, if I could play guitar properly, I would probably be okay at it, but I never really mm. worked hard enough at learning the guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just liked singing the songs. Yeah. And so can you please sing a wee bit now for us? Oh my God. Just, oh, just one line so that people can hear voice. Electrician is here. So sing hello, electrician or something in a nice voice. Um, I, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Ready? I'll stop. But that, that is amazing. One thing I would like to do is sing the national anthem for the rugby, but you know, before mm-hmm. I get really old and decrepit. So there we go. <laughs> You've said it. Let's make it happen. Um, that was amazing. I didn't want you to stop. I mean, I knew you had to stop at some point because we can't go on forever. But that was like, wow. It's it's a an amazing talent to have. Like, <laughs> I play sport. You're not going to go, Kate, Kate, can you show me a layout? Please, I'd love to see a layout. But singing is just. You're really good at sport, Kate. I'm okay at sport, but it's not about me. Um, singing, it's just. <laughs> oh, it's magical, isn't it? Like, it's such a cool thing to be able to do. All I do now is sing at the kids in the bathtub, though, because the like, echoing is really good. <laughs> oh, yes. I bet they've got really high expectations of what mums should be like when they sing in the bath. Yeah, well, they're like, be quiet, mum. Isabel's got a um, talent quest coming up. I'm like, look, we'll teach you a song, and you can because she's good at singing. She's yeah, like, I was going to no, say, no. have any of them inherited? Yeah, Isabella does have a good, you know, she can sing in tune. Awesome. And oh, you still get up um, on stage at weddings and stuff? Uh, I've I done saw a photo <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, Georgie and George Murray's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I shouldn't do that though. No, you should <laughs> because I do it and I can't sing. <laughs> I cannot sing, so you should definitely have the right to One do of it. One those things that, as you know, as a singer in a band, my band hated it when people were like, "Can I sing, please? Can I do one song?" And we'd be like, "No, you can't." <laughs> so now I've got this husband that yeah. I love dearly, and he goes to the we go to these events together, and he'll be like, "Round the back, saying, look." My wife can actually sing. Oh, and they're like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever, whatever. Just one song. I'm like, Tom, no. <laughs> it's so good, though. It unifies everyone. Yeah, that, is um, that was amazing. Um, I was wondering if you're going to throw in a na na na. Yeah, well, that's why I stopped there. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Okay. Oh, all um, the bad things are coming out, Kate. This is this no. Is- God, if you don't bring out a bit of juicy stuff, then. We won't get any ratings. So I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have got Becky Murray on my podcast. It was a waste of time. Oh, no. So it's, oh, am it's I allowed to listen to it before or not? Um, you can if you no. want to. You can if you want to. Um, but we won't change it. Okay. <laughs> and don't worry. I understand the anxiety. I um, must I be coming out soon. No, you, you good. Nowadays, you worry about people take, if you don't take offence to, like, things, yeah. you know? 
<laughs> but then I just have to keep reminding myself, and this is where some of my anxiety comes from, this stuff, um, okay. overthinking it. And you just remind yourself, you just, you're being you. And yeah. if you don't be yourself, then no one wants to follow you or be involved in your business either because yeah. you're nothing. You're, it's boring. Yeah. So you do yeah. have to put across some of your own values and own thoughts on yeah. things. Like everyone's yeah. entitled to opinions and their experiences and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I hope that might, this has been valuable because I might have talked a lot of crap. No, it's great. I've <laughs> loved it. It's been a perfect amount of valuable and a perfect amount of crap in there. I love it, love it, love it. Just got a few more wee questions and then we've got um, some like would you rather questions. So um, what about advice for people moving to a farm when they didn't grow up on a farm? Um, whoa, geez, these are the ones I, I think – kind of get involved in the community. I can't say I'm on a community board yet, but I will be um, kind of, we, you know, like Tom played rugby and he's getting a bit older now, but I feel like that kind of brings you into the rural community yeah. and, and and it's, it's great. Like try and meet people. You just have to get out and about, don't you? Yeah. 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 Like there are, like our community is so great. Like, We've got young, you know, so many young people and we go we go on like um, progressive dinners and there's like events being organized and just kind of get yourself into all of these, yeah. <laughs> all of these things, I suppose. And, and it can and, be yeah, a bit nerve wracking at the start, yeah. can't you? Live like off, live off the land. Oh, yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, it can be nerve-wracking and it will be nerve-wracking sometimes and you have to go to some events and sort of feel like you're standing there awkwardly for a bit until you get to know people and stuff yeah. and that's sort of all part of it isn't it yeah yeah I, yeah it's it's like there's just something about a rural community I don't yeah. know I mean Tekapo is a great little town but it's kind of lacking in a bit of a community feel yeah it's, <laughs> it's because of all the tourism yeah, but I'm not a huge fan of Tikapo. Like sorry, Tikapo people, but I'm not a massive fan of Tikapo. Tikapo, but I just yeah, there's something. I mean, yeah, it's it's a great little town, but it kind of fairly is the community, I suppose. Yeah, no, totally. It's because of the tourism and the transient. Yeah. People there. Yeah. And, and, and I think if you've got an opportunity to, you know, move with your boyfriend onto the farm, do it. It's like just. Don't be scared yeah. about living out of town. Like where we are, we're an hour from everywhere. It's just like it's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and if you're worried about your career, nice, it's something you can yeah. still keep going. And it may not be in that same shape or form. It may be doing like what we've done and setting up your own business. But you know, you don't have to. Sorry, my advice now. You don't have to. You can get as much involved in the farm life as you want to, or you can yeah. do your own things or a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you can, it's it, like it's possible to start a business from like a rural, an isolated place, I suppose, mm. with the internet and people around you. And, and like, look at Honest Wolf and Grumpy yeah. Marino and all of those brands, they're all yeah. living on a farm and they've all made successful, really awesome brands. Yeah, yeah, it's really <laughs> so, cool, isn't it? Yeah. All right, we're a fitness podcast. So, you, I know you're dreading this one. You walk most days, you tell me? Yeah. We are, I try and get out of the house. Like, Yeah, it's important I mean, eh, for physical and I'm mental like, health. Yeah, I'm like, get in the pram, William's on his bike, and we'll go for a big walk. Either down to get the mail, which is actually not that big, but we'll go exploring around. Because um, some days I feel like I'm actually inside all day. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, I can relate to that. Yeah, you've got to go and get out. I mean, I, I haven't done running for, a, haven't been running, sorry, for a long time. I really feel that one day I'd quite like to do that again. Yeah. And I, own, I reckon own. the best, I reckon if you don't start doing some strength stuff that you, well, okay, how do I put this? In a few years, you're going to have to. Yeah, I know. Um, and that's where perhaps for you, maybe the yoga and Pilates style stuff might be more so like might be more you yeah definitely yeah um now I've just thought I should be including this question in my podcast we have workout for mental health running at the moment um so have you had challenges with your mental health at all no no I'm 
I've been good. You've been pretty good. And do you have any yeah. tools that you have in place to ensure that it stays good? I suppose doing things for yourself, like like whistle and pop is my kind of fourth child. Like it's yeah. um, something to focus on other than, you know, children and it's and 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 watching it grow and succeed is is rewarding so it kind of is having that thing of my own and also getting you know making time to get off the farm and um Mm -hmm. spend time with your husband and your family kind of off farm maybe quite you know Mm -hmm. try and do it it's so important now yeah and do you find you come back and you're just like oh this where I live's beautiful, yeah. but you kind of forget. Yeah. Like it kind of gets a bit same same, and then you you're happy I mean, to be home, to but you need home. that. Yeah. If, you know, but it's good to make time to go away and kind of change of scenery. Yeah, yeah. And so dragging that husband off the farm as well. Of, yeah, both of us. That's our way of keeping ourselves. You know. Yeah. Awesome. In a happy place. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Eating lots of frozen vegetables, Kate. <laughs> good girl, good girl. How many vegetables? Three veggies at night, broccoli, <laughs> cauliflower, yeah. and carrot. Green, something green. What does that say? No, there's no saying. But it'll make it look nice on the brain. <laughs> there's no saying. Not getting pudding unless you eat all your vegetables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, a few more questions. Hit or weights? If, you hit, if we were going to force you to do hit or weights, which one would you rather? Hit or you don't know what hit is, yeah. Yes, I do. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. High intensity hard. interval yeah. training. It's like 20 minutes of squats and breast ups and jumping squats and burpees. And, and weights is what? How long does weights take? Oh, well, we have 20 minutes weights workouts. So it's, it can be 20 I think minutes. I, maybe I'll do the hits. weights. Oh, hits. You did. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yoga or Pilates? Pilates. I did reform a Pilates in South Africa. Oh, awesome. They didn't have it here when I did it over there, and now it's like everywhere here. Yeah, have you tried Jess's one? No, Jess. Oh, Jess, no, 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 no. Yeah, I need to do that. (laughs) You know, like your best friend from high school, not high school, from 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 young days. Okay, would you rather be a singer or have a jewellery brand? Have a jewellery brand. Nice, like it. Champagne or cocktails? And sing in my jewellery brand ads. <laughs> oh, perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Champagne or cocktail? Cocktail. Drink soup. This is really random. Drink soup or eat soup? Eat soup. Yeah, you know, like sit down and eat it yeah. from a bowl or drink it out of a cup. Yeah, eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> Necklace or earrings? Necklace. Steak or chicken? Chicken. Ooh. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not, not a big steak either, right? <laughs> <laughs> you might need to um, expand into poultry. Uh, I quite like steak, but, yeah. I don't know. I Is quite like the... Asian food. I see. So I make a lot of Asian food with chicken, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. They're meant to be hard questions. Um, mountains or the beach? Mountains. Country or city? Country. Winter or summer? Summer. <laughs> Without a doubt. Day girl or a border? Border, 100%. <laughs> Morning border. or night? Night. Singlet top or tank or a T-shirt? T-shirt. Boots or heels? Boots. Barbecue or a nightclub? Ooh. <laughs> tough, tough. <The> barbecue. <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. Change your tire or flag a motorist down to do it for you. Change it myself. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, cook Love tea. Those challenges. I see good girl as though like yep, same here. But actually, <laughs> I have never changed a tire. Don't. I? It depends if I had kids in the car though that were freaking out. And then I'd probably the you know. Would, would oh my good. gosh, I hate it when you have an issue on the road and you feel like your kids are really vulnerable sitting in the car. Anyway. Yeah. Then I'd probably panic and it would come off the yeah. thing. And, yeah. But no, <laughs> we'll stick with that. Um, cook tea or do the dishes? Oh, geez. Biggest question of the lot. Cook tea, maybe? 
Monopoly or Scrabble? Monopoly. Run out of toothpaste or run out of deodorant? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you uh, won't be doing it. It depends if you're doing hit or deodorant. Oh. <laughs> deodorant, maybe. And lucky last, Lake Tikapo or Hakatara Mia? Oh, sorry, Tikapo, but Hakatara Mia. Good one. Like it. I love Tikapo, but yeah, I love it here more. <laughs> Poor old um, Tikapo. I said I don't, I admitted I don't really like it. I love going there. We had my birthday there in August, and it's just, we went to go skiing, but it poured with rain, but it's just, it's fun to do those types of things. There. Yeah, and it's I love really... going going to the hot pools. The only thing I don't like about it is I feel like it could be so much better than it is. It's a layer yeah. of the town. Yeah. Like I feel like yes, it know, needs to I not know. have like it's a main road right through the middle. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like there could be like a really cool like street with shopping and bars yeah, and stuff. And it, yeah. yeah. Could be. You're right, Kate. You are right. It's just not reaching its potential. But anyway, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. And yeah, thanks for sharing so much about your amazing journey. Like, yeah, really inspiring. So well done (laughs) on everything you you have achieved and are achieving. My pleasure. And so, why don't you do a wee plug? How do we? Oh, whistling pop. Yes. What about? Um, So. Yeah, if you want to go and check out Whistle and Pop, it is www.whistlingpop.co.nz. <laughs> <laughs> There's about 100 things going through my brain at the moment. I know, and well, you're thinking shivers. Hey, Pam's just walked in, so you're thinking, have I sorted everything for Pam before she does her business? Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, so I will put the link in the show online. notes so you yeah. can go and check it out um, if you yeah, haven't already. Do. Yeah, look at our new huggies that are coming soon. Yeah. Earring. Exciting. And I want to do something one day that we have a, a whistle, a dog whistle blowing competition. So we have to figure out how oh, we're going to do that. That'll be cool. I wonder how we can um, do something with dedicate times whistle and pop. I mean, we have done it before with giveaways. Yeah. What would we do? Have weights? Put some weights? If we could make a necklace with a weight on it. Ah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Weighing up your life. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Don't no, be no. weighed balancing. down. Yeah, balancing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Anyway, another day. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you all so much for listening to the Dedicate podcast. A special shout out and mention to those taking part in our Workout for Mental Health Challenge. Remember to keep focusing on how great exercise makes you feel. If you're not doing that challenge but looking to start one, they're super motivating. We have a number of do anytime challenges so you can find one that best suits you. There's boxing challenges, weights, yoga and pilates, HIT, beginners, pregnancy and postpartum and more. Get started with your dedicated seven-day free trial at kateivyfitness.com and join our supportive online Trans-Tasman community. If you enjoyed this episode of the Dedicate podcast, ensure you haven't missed Ali Perriam, Losing My Partner to Suicide, My Own Mental Health Challenges and Will to Live, Christina Perriam, Losing My Mother, IVF and a Lifelong Passion for Merino Wool, Amanda Cochran, Finding Peace After Losing a Child and My Business Baby. Thanks again for listening. Catch you all next time.